Ireland for biz number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold and a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runner. Donovan Bailey is putting on the third. He's got it. 984, a world record for Donovan Bailey and a gold medal. A perfect score. 10.0 for Dante Cavanici. A perfect score. The first time I've never seen this one. In over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt sprinting ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record, 9.68. The wind is okay. How easy was that? You're tuned in to Off the Podium Olympics podcast, opening that vault once again from our parent show, The Brink, going through our classic interviews from Olympians, people involved in the Olympics, people who've won medals, have competed, and everything else in between. And you're going to hear a familiar voice, actually, on the show today. Lydia Lassala. You're probably thinking, you've already had Lydia on the show, Ben. We don't need to hear from her again. Well, I teased in that uh, episode that we did speak to her previously. That was back in the year 2013 on The Brink. So we thought, you've heard her, her new in- interview that we gave you, only a few weeks ago. Why don't I bring you the old one? So this is uh, Lydia Lazzler's chat I had with her back in 2013. Uh, just, just to kind of bridge the gap from what you heard a couple of weeks ago to what we initially did with that chat when I first spoke to her. Lydia Lassala is a reigning Olympic gold medalist in the women's freestyle aerials and is one of our best hopes for a medal in the Sochi Winter Olympics in February next year. I spoke to Lydia about her preparation for the Games and just why she loves cheese so much. Lydia, welcome to the brink. Thank you for having me. The Olympics, as I said, uh, February next year, less than four months away. Can you believe it? I mean, how's the preparation going for the Games? I know. I think we hit 100 days today, so it's really uh, coming close now and... Preparation has been great, actually. I've had a really good year. I feel like I'm right where I want to be at the moment, which is a good place to be. <laughs> so um, all on track for now, and just a matter of staying healthy and, and ticking the boxes along the way. Mm, well, given that, uh, of course, you're going into these Olympics as the reigning champion, I mean, does that affect the mindset going into your fourth Olympics as the reigning champion rather than chasing your first medal? Um, I think it's, it's nice to have already achieved, you know, an, an Olympic gold. It, I think before I won it, it, it really consumed me and... Um, I just wanted it so badly, whereas now, you know, I'd love to win another gold medal, but it's just nice to know that I've already got one if all <laughs> fails. <laughs> well, no Australian, of course, of uh, no Australian Winter Olympian has ever won back-to-back gold medals. So, I mean, does this possibility to become the, the first athlete to do that give you that boost to try and achieve that second one? Yeah, I haven't really thought about, you know, that. I mean, I'm always trying to break, you know, my records and and, and also, I guess, leave my mark on the sport so that that's really my goal um, and if I can do that then it's probably going to make mean I'll break a couple of other records <laughs> along the way as well but you know to be honest in our sport um, in freestyle skiing in that discipline no one let alone Australian has ever back to back won a gold medal so it's, um, it says it's very difficult to do um, but, you know, it's definitely not impossible. Mm, well, Australia has had such a great success in, in the sport. I mean, not just at the Olympics, but, of course, at World Cups and other events over the last 15 years or so. I mean, have you found that you've got a lot more people coming up to you asking how to get involved in the sport, and is the sport really taking off a lot more now? Look, it is. It would help if we had, you know, a national training centre. That's the one thing that's just holding us back at the moment, you know, 
our, our athletes have to invest their time and energy and travel overseas rather than training in Australia. So we really need um, a national training facility desperately and, um, you know, that's something that I initiated after the last Olympics. But unfortunately, um, we haven't got very far and we're trying to, to make that happen still. And I think that is a massive game changer that will bring more athletes to the sport and give us Australians a chance to showcase our talents, you know, on home soil rather than miles away in another country. Given that uh, we obviously have these limited uh, facilities in the country, and as you said, a lot of people, you've got to go overseas really for the opportunities. I mean, what do you think it is about Australian that we've had so much success in this sport? Look, I think there's been a lot of thought into our programs, you know, and, and, and where our athletes train and where we place ourselves and which coaches that we employ to you know take our programs to the next level so I think a lot of other countries that have the facilities and you know have snow and have an abundance of coaches sometimes perhaps maybe get a bit complacent whereas we really need to target you know the best coaches the best facilities and then when we do go overseas and train somewhere we're we're solely there for that purpose without distraction to train and focus on our sport so in a lot of ways you know it's uh, our methods have been really great. Obviously, they've worked, um, but it is a difficult lifestyle, you know, li- living in, out of a suitcase for nine or ten months of the year. So it'd be great if we could centralise it and bring it back to Australia and give our athletes a chance to also, you know, pursue other things like education and, and career, other career options as well as being professional athletes. And I think in the end that will give us a, a lot more balanced athletes and um, a better society. Mm. Yeah. How, how do you try and sell the sport to, to young people when you speak to them? I mean, is there a specific recruiting tool that you do have to try and attract people to the sport? I think, you know, this sport isn't for everyone and it's um, an element of risk that obviously must be taken. But I think the thing that I try and push towards younger athletes wanting to get involved is that you know, there's a very it's very measured risk and, and we follow, you know, good protocol and, and good safety measures to kind of progress athletes when they're ready to move on and um, we try and make something, you know, that looks so spectacular and difficult, we break it down into small steps and and that's how athletes learn, you know, just step by step and breaking down a big difficult skill into into small achievable steps and that's and that's the best kind of progression, the safest kind of progression in this sport. Do, do you have uh, the medal, Lydia, uh, in a specific place? I mean, is it something that you like to look at every now and then and think, <laughs> well, look, that's all been worth it? Yeah, look, it's a nice reminder to walk by it every day. It's just sitting on my shelf, actually. But, you know, it's um, something, obviously, that's very dear to me. It's um, something I wanted for so long and and in it. You know, just looking at it, there's a lot of history in there. There's a lot of memories and moments that, you know, that uh, come flashing back to me, not just at the Olympics, but what I went through to obviously get there and get through injuries and and stay strong. So um, it's really important for me and I like to reflect on it. It gives me courage and it gives me, you know, a boost of confidence and, um, and makes me grateful, really, for what I've achieved already and... For the opportunity that I that I have, you know, to pursue something that I love to do, so it's um it's a great place to be, and uh, obviously, you know, a treasure that will never lose its its um, shininess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever want to take it off. I think I just want to wear it all the time. But look, everyone, Olympic gold medal. Yeah, I think I was like that at first. It did 
did kind of live in my handbag for about a year. So he's <laughs> at the shops. Oh, here's my money. Oh, what's yeah. this a gold medal? Oh, do you want to have a look? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, uh, Sochi seems like a very unique place, of course, for the Winter Olympics. I mean, right in the Black Sea, very diverse climate. Have you had much of a chance to check out the venues at, at Sochi, and, and are you looking forward to uh, having this unique game? Yeah, we had the opportunity to compete there last season, and. Um, got to compete at the Olympic venue, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, it's a really unique setup. Um, they've basically built, you know, this mountain resort and hotel villages just have sprung up overnight, basically. So a lot of money has been invested um, and things are looking really on track there. The, the facility that we're um, competing at is kind of like the freestyle park. And so you've got the the outrun of the aerial skiing and the mogul skiing and the slope style and the half pipe all kind of merging into one finishing area. And at night time when all the lights are on, it's just, you know, it looks magical. So I think it's going to prove it to be a really great backdrop and um, a great city um, to host, you know, these Olympics and a very memorable time. And um, I haven't had a chance to explore Sochi as much in, in the city, but um, I've heard it's quite quite a moderate temperature down there there's palm trees and beaches and it's uh, <laughs> definitely unique so I'm really looking forward to it. I think the the Russians are going to do a great job mm, it's certainly something interesting that you can go skiing one moment and go uh, relax on the beach uh, yeah. an hour or so later Getting a cocktail yes. yeah. <laughs> it's going to make a very interesting game so after after Vancouver you did take a bit of time off of course and you became a mother in, in the meantime I mean how have you found uh, traveling around the world for long periods of time uh, spending so much time away from your son oh, look it's really tough I tried to take Kai um, with me um, as much as I can so I rely on the help of my husband and you know my mother and my mother-in-law to to come away with me when they can and um, help look after Kai while I'm training and competing so without their help and that support it just wouldn't be possible but um, he's you know he's a really uh, confident and adaptive kid at the moment he's traveled the world and he's seen so many places and he's speaking three languages so I'm really proud of how he's um, coped and and the adventure that we've been on, it's, um, you know, hope, I mean, he's only two and a half, so he probably won't remember much of it, but <laughs> hopefully some of it just kind of gets imprinted in his head. And, you know, he's really on board. He, he knows what I do. He loves to come and watch me jump, and he knows my coaches, and he watches my videos constantly. So it's um, it's pretty exciting uh, to have him around and, and a part of it. It's just one big ride, really. Is there a future in the sport for him, perhaps? Do you, do you want to see him become an athlete? <laughs> oh, look, I'd like to see him in a racing car or something else, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I, look, I'd, I'd love to see him be an athlete and just judging by him at the moment um, and the energy he's got and the coordination, he's, he's probably on his way to becoming some kind of athlete. Mm. It's just a matter of what. But I don't know if I could stomach watching him... Uh, flying off jumps the way I do. It's, um, I don't know. I don't know how my mother let me do it. <laughs> Maybe you could but, um, get, him, yeah. get him to pull on a, a football jersey. You could play for Essendon. You'd like him watching that in the future. Yeah, yeah, that could be an option. That could be an option. Depends what country we live in, I think. That's true. That's very true. Well, uh, Lydia, we always like to wrap up our interviews with a set of uh, five questions. Just a bit of fun uh, and an already fun interview. Now, these will probably be the hardest questions you will get in your entire career. So, look, uh, there's no pressure on you at all. And I expect you to think of these uh, when you're on the slopes in Russia next year to help you win the gold medal, okay? so Oh, uh, good, good. Yes. They're going to be really motivating. <laughs> Very much so. And we start off with, of course, question number one. Lydia, what is your favourite type of cheese? Um, de- definitely 
the Mer- I don't know if you've tried it, but it's Meredith Vale goat cheese. It comes in a jar and it's just delicious. I put it on everything. I think I've heard of it, yes. I think yeah. um, we've had that answer before. Uh, okay. but I haven't tried it yet. I've got a list. I've got like a bucket list of cheeses, which I've got to tick off slowly. I love cheese. Another one I love is um, called Cambazola. It's in the middle of a camembert and a gorgonzola, so not too bluey if you're not into blues. <laughs> ah, right. Yes, there's another one. I like the sound of that one. Uh, question number two. Uh, Lydia Lassa, when it comes to toilet paper... Are you a folder or a scruncher? Um, I'm a folder. Folder. Yeah. Yes. I like to keep it all neat and tidy. Yes, yes that's important. I, I need to tally up uh, all the Olympic gold medalists we've had on this show. I think I need to create a separate results tally to see whether folding or scrunching helps you win gold more. Yeah, let's see so, if there's any correlation. <laughs> yes, there might be. There might be a secret involved. Uh, question number three. Growing up, what was your dream job? Oh, I wanted to be Nadia Comaneci, so I guess I'm doing it, just not in gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like, it's, it's a type of gymnastics in a way, on the snow. And... Yeah, it is, it is. Well, it's acrobatic at least, yeah. so I started off in gymnastics. But <laughs> yeah, well, that works. <laughs> it works. Didn't, didn't end up there. <laughs> no, no, okay, well, that, that kind of works. Uh, also growing up, uh, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yes. Yeah. Um, point Break. <laughs> ah, right. So n- not Bill and Ted, just uh, Point Break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Bill and Ted. Definitely a no-no. But yeah, Keanu Reeves and Point Break, definitely. Well, what about when he went into the Matrix and was wearing sort of the black leather and the sunglasses? Yeah, yeah. But I, I really like his kind of. Maybe I was just going through a bit of a surfy, surfy era. <laughs> yes. So perhaps I liked it. <laughs> I understand that. And uh, the final question for you today, Lydia Lassler, What is your worst habit? Oh. Golly, um, I get lost a lot. So, yeah, I am. I'm not a bad driver, but my sense of direction is just appalling. Like, I'm really good in the air, like a, a aerial awareness, but yeah, point north, and I've got no hope. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm make, shocking. Make sure you go down the right ramp, um, and then, and then yeah, you'll be exactly. Fine. Yes, <laughs> make sure I find my way to the jump site in Tokyo. <laughs> yes, well, hopefully. Otherwise, I'll have to put a GPS on myself. <laughs> that people can come and rescue me. Indeed. Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. Of course, uh, the uh, Sochi Winter Olympics, February next year, getting very close to that one. You can uh, see more about Lydia on her website, of course, lydialassler.com.au, or follow Lydia on Twitter, uh, at Lydia Lassler. Lydia, appreciate your time. Best of luck for Sochi, and uh, hopefully gold medal number two will come your way. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? Thank you very much for having me. And again, just teasing it out there. Well, not really teasing, tagging is probably the uh, more operative word there, Benjamin, is that uh, you can download our Lydia Lasser interview, our, our new one, the one that we did specifically for Off the Podium uh, via iTunes and uh, same with all our old Vault interviews, our new ones, everything else in between. Subscribe, like us, that's how you do us. Uh, also like us on Facebook, rate us is what I was trying to say on iTunes, but uh, that's how you get up to date with us. That's how you stay in touch. We like you staying in touch. We want to keep you in touch. That's what we're doing here on the show. And we also have to end the episode. Sadly, that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Off the podium. We'll be back very, very soon. And we'll speak to you whenever we do. Hold up. 